Or who gives a shit? Good God damn, it's time. Back, baby. Fantasy football, jibber jabber. 2023 week we're gonna call this week zero nick whitmer and as always my friend it is a fucking pleasure and honor to hang out with you fuck yeah uh, we uh our little syndicate has grown stronger we've gotten even better than i think we did last year a very quick tease we uh i think i was i think it was 18 11 and one in preseason yeah we didn't give any picks out because well fuck you guys this is what, yeah. <laughs> this is the it. preseason lines move too fast for us to do a weekly episode on them um but I was 16 and 12 in the preseason, and I funded all 24 of these futures I'm about to give you guys. So what we're going to um, do is a little different this year, everybody. What we're going to do is we're not going to go, you know, hot trash, cold cash, sleeper. I'll throw out some plays in some of the – because we like Nick said, I have 20-some future plays as well. So then to add on that, we're going we're gonna to do a we're – not, we're not going to do a marathon podcast as some mushmouth dildos that we know do. <laughs> so we're just going to say, we're just going to give all of our plays out. And if I have a fantasy pl- uh, call or two to make, I'll do that. But next week you'll get again, the hot trash, cold crash, all that stuff. And again, we're also not going to uh, mispronounce words like Eastern, you know, those <laughs> really hard Western word, you know, words like that. Interested Ugh. or inter interested. My Western. Uh, yeah. Western. We went to Northwestern. Oh, oh my God. If anybody doesn't know, we're talking about the dumb dildo R.J. Bell, which I think is your your name in our football pool. <laughs> it is. R.J. Bell is a dumb dildo. He's the worst. Oh, man. He's the worst. Um, well, we're going to go through them all. We got we have player props. We have over-unders. We have to win division. We have to make playoffs. We've got it all to get that free money, which, boy, oh, boy. And I forgot. And I should have looked because, you know, that's what good hosts slash producers do. I don't remember what my record was last year. I think my percentage was 55 or 54% or right around there. Wasn't as good as years past, but nonetheless, still a winner. Nick, do you recall yours? No, I my uh, data keeping last year was was lazy. I'll own up to it. Sure. Um, so this year I, I have everything organized. I have literally spreadsheets of all the bets I have now, and I've I literally separated it from preseason to futures to regular season. I will have up to date record keeping for everybody this year. Promise. That is the benefit of being a stay at home dad because us corporate America <laughs> assholes who don't have that kind of time. I'll be a little more slip slod, but that's good for Nick. Then he'll be a lot more organized. Uh, I, I'm going in no particular order. I'm just going to pull out the one I bet the first, the first bet I made all year last. Well, before year. you start, I oh sure, I, I separate I separated between season wins, team props, and player props. Do you want right. to yeah, go you know go keep it in somewhat of a category? Do you want to start with like season wins or what was the yeah. first one you're going yeah. with? It was a season win. It all right, let's season do season wins totals. Uh, let's yeah. start there. I think this is a surprise to no one, especially my co-host. I think you're just an absolute moron if you don't jump on this with both feet. And I can't believe the line is still what it is. The Pittsburgh Steelers over eight and a half. My Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) I will bet on some yinzer to win a voiceover job on a Ken Burns documentary about the English monarchy before I bet against Mike Tomlin (laughs) to have a losing season. Kenny Pickett demolished the preseason. He had a perfect pass rating the last game. We hit him, I think, at least two. Perfect passer rating the whole preseason. He did? Oh, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, we hit him at least two games preseason. Might have hit him all three, uh, Nick. We bet those. Yeah. Pittsburgh's seventh easiest schedule. We know it's a rough division. I think they – look, let's just call it two and two for all the divisional games, right? There are other games they face. Arizona, Vegas, Pats, Colts, Rams, Titans. You mean to tell me they can't knock at least all but one of those out of the way? Which puts us right. at four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow. Two, three. So three and three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That already gets us to nine. So let's just say they lose one of those. That's eight. I need one win out of all the other games that they play. I think I'll be okay. I also will give you as a quick pick. I like Deontay Johnson. I took him in the fourth round in one of my leagues. I have two more to draft next week. Uh, I love to see if I could bet over Deontay Johnson's touchdowns from last year because it was zero. So. I can't believe I, I was a, a shocking number. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, the, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Four, as I say, fourth round, I like it more than Pickens this year. 
again, Pickett's more familiar with the offense. He's going to start slinging around, I think. I I, lo- I love this Pittsburgh over eight and a half. I probably should fire in more on being this line hasn't moved at all. Nick, I'm sure you're going to completely that, agree that's with the, me. That's, yeah, yeah, I'm on it too. That's suspicious that it hasn't moved, but maybe the books are trying to take money. I don't even know. But um, yeah, I, everything you said, uh, going to the fantasy real quick. I mean, I, Deontay is going to be uh, the move the sticks guy. So if you're in a PPR league or a half a point PPR league, yep. he's definitely better than Pickens. Pickens will have more touchdowns for sure. And I think he's going to have a breakout season. Um, but Deontay is going to get the majority of the targets. Uh, so, yeah, I love that. So I love love the Steelers um, to tease ahead. Uh, well, you said um, you said you had Deontay in fantasy. So, yeah, I did. I got, I got I got. Yeah, all right. So I won't I won't skip ahead to other Steelers props that I have. We'll, we'll uh, go there. But sure. what I love about the Steelers is that they're in a tough division. No easy games. So they're going to be up and ready for every game. And last season, they ended the season seven and two. Um, and their one loss uh, was the the big, or one of the losses was to um, to Cincinnati, and they gave up like thirty five points in that game. They lost like thirty five to thirty. Was that, that was that week, game, that, that was did, week one, right? No, no, no. That was the we won week one. Uh, but this was like week That's twelve, right. I think, week thirteen. It was the second game against Cincinnati. But in the last half of the season, other than that game where since he scored like thirty five points on the Steelers, this the most they they didn't allow over sixteen points the rest of the way. So their defense is good. We have a rookie quarterback under a rookie contract. So, you know, guys are getting paid on defense. We just got Highsmith signed. The defense is solid. And I think that they have one of the more complete rosters. The offensive line is the only somewhat concerned, but the moves they made, uh, they got that guy from um, Philadelphia, the guard, who's so good. And uh, that was kind of our weak spot last year is the interior offensive line. So that's going to shore that up. And the tackles are looking good. I, I love the Steelers this year. I am a fan, I will say, but I am per I am pretty objective. I can I will fade the Steelers when I know that they're going to be flat for a game. But um, I especially love when they're especially when they're laying more than three and a half, three and a half yeah. or more. A divi- a in dog. a divisional game, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As a dog, you love them. As a favorite, mm. what uh, what do you have? What, what was your first bet that you locked in? I love the Green Bay Packers over seven and a half wins. I don't get this division. I don't understand. Like the Vikings seem to be in a transition. They had they got rid of a bunch of expensive talent, and they don't have. They didn't really replace anybody. They they just paid their tight end today a shitload of money, and he's good. But like. That doesn't move the needle for me. The Bears are a ton of hype. There's just that's like one of the most public picks is Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Fields and Davis Mills have very, very similar stats passing the ball. So I mean, is Justin Fields going to turn into a, a legit franchise quarterback this season? Uh, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, maybe he'll be better. Maybe he'll be an average quarterback, but I don't think he's going to be in the type of field that he's going to be carrying a team. Their defense still is pretty bad. They didn't really address it. Um, they they signed a couple people, and they might be a little bit better, but I don't think their defense is good enough. And the Packers are good in every, literally everything besides quarterback. They have a great offensive line. They have a great defensive front. They have amazing corners. They have good pass rushing. They're, they have two stud running backs. The only question mark is Jordan Love, but in this division is Jordan Love even the worst quarterback in it I mean he is maybe but I mean he's unknown those other guys yeah he's he's there with another those other guys I wouldn't I mean if you tell me at the end of the year that Jared Goff and Jordan Love had similar stats I wouldn't be shocked I would so be. I, I, I would think, think Jared. I think Jared Goff's going to blow his doors off if you do a head-to-head comparison uh, I think got more experience he's got better weapons uh on uh on offense I think he definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's another public thing. And he's a dome I, I, team too. He's got eight games in a dome plus all the role. I'll take Goff. Yeah. I may. I, yeah, I mean, Goff. listen, I, I Goff is definitely the better quarterback. I'm just saying, like Jordan Love could put put up 24 touchdowns and six interceptions, and Goff could have similar numbers. This is my point. I, you know, I don't think Jordan Love is going to be like this game breaking player, but I don't think he has to be on this team. So I, yeah. I love the Packers over seven and a half. Uh, I think that's a, a good one. How about you? Any other win totals? I don't like that. I, I don't dislike. I don't hate it, but I just can't put money on Jordan Love to win that, that many games. I got to see something first. What we've seen has been very unremarkable. But at the same breath, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. In the third round, I took Christian Watson as my first wide receiver. So I'm buying completely into the hype. Everyone's saying the camp is great. 
I just don't know if he can put it all together in the end. I just need Christian Watson to do what they say he's going to do. I'll be fine, but I'm not. I'm not co-signing, but I'm also not like yeah. Let's uh let's hit the old uh, buzzer or whatever the hell we're going to call it when we uh, disagree with each other. Yeah, I've got plenty right. of one total. Plenty of one totals. My next one I had. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I took Seattle over eight and a half, and this is sorry guys, this is not past posting because you can go on DraftKings and bet the. Uh, the alternate line, but I got in at eight and a half. It's now nine and a half. Seattle has the eighth easiest schedule, including four against the Rams and the Zona. Anything less than three and one from those two teams, you'll need a rape kit and a lot of explaining. Other winnable games the Seattle uh, Seahawks have Washington, Titans, Carolina. Three and one plus those three get me to six. I need three more. They have the NFC East and the AFC Central. NFC East. I've, you know, you make your you make your your points about the Giants. Maybe we'll see. It's my team, but I don't know. Fantasy, all you Kenneth Walker fans out there, you make sure you hold off as long as possible because Zach Charbonnet is going to cuckold his snaps. Kenneth Walker <laughs> falls down more than Joe Biden going upstairs. Why do you think they took a running back in round two, fellas? I would not trust Kenneth Walker in fantasy. I took Zach Charbonnet, and I believe it was the – let me wrote that down somewhere in the – where the hell is that? I knew I had it right here. God damn it. Let's edit that in post. You got it. <laughs> Eighth round. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. So I would, I'm, not a, I'm not buying on Kenneth Walker's injuries. Scare me if you can get him late. At least round six ish and after, maybe, but not before. Interesting. I I don't love Seattle this year. Uh, uh, you know, I I mean, I, I I think that they surprised a lot of people last year, and I think Geno Smith surprised a lot of people last year, and I think towards the end of the year he kind of fell back down to earth a little bit. Um, so I'm not all in on that, but I am going to fade your Rams logic here. I think. It's just like to me, it's just the public is all is it's like this is Seattle last year, by the way. I will say week one, I was on an island last year, Denver versus Seattle, and I had Seattle, and everybody thought I was nuts. I think the Rams are gonna be better than people think. You have one of the best offensive minds, a healthy Matt Stafford, finally. Cooper and Cup reaggravated. Unhealthy Cooper Cup. Yes. He, he's, well, he, he, he re-injured it, but he's day-to-day. So it's not like that's a four- to six-week injury. He might miss week one, but after that, he's playing. But um, I like that there are other... Uh, their other uh, young receiver, he tore it up in preseason. And... I just have a hard time thinking that Sean McVay came back for this team if he didn't think there was something here. Because it, it was either Amazon broadcasting football or he was going to uh, go back to coaching. And I think that the only reason why he came back to coaching is because he actually did see something. I'm not saying this team is going to make the playoffs, but I could see this team winning seven games with Matt but- Stafford. I mean, how many times did Matt Stafford on the Lions win seven games? A lot. That was kind of like what happens when you have Matt Stafford and a bunch of nobodies around him is he can you give him the ball at the end of the game. I mean, he's going to put points on the board. I mean, and uh, throw up picks. I mean, you bet his over interceptions or whatever. I mean, (laughs) if you can. uh, But I I like I'm going to I haven't bet it yet. I'm kind of waiting because I know the public are going to keep pounding the under. I was hoping I could get uh, five and a half, but I doubt it's going to go that low. Uh, but I, I, I haven't bet the Rams over, but I, I, I do like it. What's the number? Uh, another, uh, I think it's six and a half. I was just trying to find it uh, while I was talking, but I, I have a difficulty doing two things at once. Sure. Um, do you want to give another bet while I go into this? I think everyone, and I, by the way, I like to point out the Seattle, I got eight and a half. It's now nine and a half. Here's another bet I have locked, I locked in earlier. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I got on that bandwagon early. You're gonna tell me that Seattle can't go nine and eight? You're serious? And it's one over five hundred. I'm not asking to you know go nuts and get twelve wins or thirteen. Here's another one I got in early on. And again, go bet the alt line. Don't call me a pass poster. Fuck off. I have the Niners under eleven and a half. Yeah, they have the force easy, forced easiest schedule. But now the world has tape on Brock Purdy. Everybody, uh, his elbow was halfway to Joe Theismann territory and almost and, and, and all the way to Jenna Jameson's snatch territory. They have so many weapons on that team. And I have none of them in my first fantasy draft because we are one violent tickle fight away from Sam Darnold, who went from Dennis Quaid in the first half to Randy Quaid in the second half of the year. (laughs) Yes, they have Arizona and the Rams twice. 
as well as the Bucks, Washington, and my New York football giants. But who else do they have? Jags, Cincy, Browns, Dallas, Baltimore, Philly. Under an 11 and a half. I really like this. Uh, go ahead, bet the alt lines. It's going to be a hefty cover charge while doing so. But again, Brock Purdy's arm, Mr. Relevant, is he going to catch that magic, you know, Cinderella glass slipper again? Didn't work for Nick Foles twice, did it? Not going to work for Brock Purdy twice. He has right. more weapons. The defense is solid. But you're asked, I need 12 wins to lose this puppy. And last year for them to beat me on that under, it was a perfect shitstorm where they lost not one, not two, but three quarterbacks and went ballistic and won those games. When Trey Lance goes out week one, I thought this is, we're great. And then Garoppolo gets banged up. I go, even better. Cash that ticket. Nope. That has to happen again. And I will bet on regression. Thank you. Yeah, I, I that's a I'm fading San Francisco this year in the form of Dallas Cowboy bets. To be honest with you, I think that Dallas's team is loaded. They have one of the best rosters in the league, and I just the NFC is so weak that I just feel like it's Dallas or Philly or the Giants uh, or. I mean, the Giants, I mean, listen, the Giants are just a well-coached team. I mean, I don't know about their roster in comparison to those other teams, but when you have a well-coached team come playoff time. Uh, you know, obviously last year, the, the Philadelphia game, <laughs> uh, you Oops. don't want to, you don't want to go conjure up those, but you know, some of that shit's just the luck of the draw. Like if Philly has to play Dallas or something and then Dallas wins and then giants play Dallas in the playoffs, you know what I mean? That's a much better matchup. For, anyway, I digress. I, I, I'll, I like I'll, I'll fade. I'll fade Mike McCarthy. As he, as we've said for years, I've bet against him every chance I get in the playoffs and I've made a in lot the playoffs, of money in the playoffs. It would have surprised yeah. me, but I mean, back to back 12 win seasons. This guy's a good coach. Like he gets so mm. much shit. He back to back 12 win seasons. You know, look, I mean, look what Rogers did in the playoffs after McCarthy left. Nothing. He was out early, too. So, like, to put all this stuff on on McCarthy, it's also fucking hard to win in the playoffs. I mean, it's just hard. But uh, to give out another pick, uh, I believe you're on this, too. And this is one I fell less in love with uh, over the summer. But and to address the past posters and stuff like, listen, we're get, we're putting up like you're going to get like 40 some bets. So some of these lines aren't going to be what, cause we bet these all over the summer. So we're just, June. You I for, started for, in June. Yeah. For grading purposes of, uh, you know, for anything is we will revisit all of these, uh, these at the end of the year too, to show our records and stuff. I think that transparency is important. So you can at least see our logic and learn something there possibly. So if you're, if the line that we say we bet isn't there anymore, don't bet it, but I guarantee bet the you some line. of the alt line, belt the alt line. It's out there. Yeah. I, I looked today when I was doing my research on this stuff, all lines are available on DraftKings. Caesars. No. And I don't yeah. think FanDuel. Go bet the all line. You're going to put up another 35 cents of juice on it. But you know what? I'd rather have nine and a half and ten and a half if I'm going over. Right. So, so um, I'll go the Saints over nine and a half wins. Uh, the one of the easiest schedules, one of the worst, the divisions. easiest schedule, by the way. And yeah. And if you look at the opposing quarterbacks, they play the best one is Trevor Lawrence. And I'll bring up their schedule right now as we're talking here. Uh, it's a, a cakewalk schedule. Uh, first of all, just in division, the quarterbacks that they play, uh, just in division, they get Desmond Ritter twice. They get Ooh. Baker Mayfield twice or Kyle Trask. Uh, they get um, uh, what's the other fucking guy who stinks uh, here? I'm going to go through it right now. Ben Roethlisberger. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, buddy. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> Keep Ben's name out your mouth. All right, here we go. We get this is the Saints. We so t Ryan Tannehill, then Bryce Young, then Jordan Love, then Baker Mayfield, then Mac Jones, then Derek Carr, then um Well, Derek Carr is on the uh Saints. Sorry, uh Texans. Uh what the fuck? CJ Stroud. Right. Then Trevor Lawrence, who's great, and then Anthony Richardson, and then Justin Fields, mm -hmm. and then Kirk Cousins, and then Desmond Ritter, if he's still playing by then, uh, and then Jared Goff, and then back to Bryce Young again, then Daniel Jones, then Woo! Matt Stafford with a, a below-average team, as we said before, and then back to Baker, jo Baker or Trask again, and then you finish out the year with Desmond Ritter again. I mean, let's schedule. They're going to have the best quarterback in thir at least 13 of their games. 
And the other couple are debatable, like Derek Carr versus Jared Goff. I mean, yeah, you know, I guess you could say Goff's maybe a little bit better, but that's not that's pretty close. And same with Cousins. I mean, Carr and Cousins are such similar quarterbacks in that they put up good numbers, but they can't really put together something in the postseason. So those are debatable. Yeah, and I'll give it to you. I, you know, obviously, uh, Trevor Lawrence is better, uh, but just just going by quarterbacks and i think matt stafford's better too but the teams are so different um so i just look at the schedule and i go there's no way they can't win 10 and if something happens and they fucking god forbid car gets hurt Jameis winston can win a win some games against bad teams he's done it before so i, I love their over this year nine and a half and i even got it at plus number when i when i put this up on DraftKings. what did uh, you have it at it's, it's it's DraftKings is eight and over. a half i'm looking at it right now it's eight and a half yeah Oh shit! Well, I got it at nine and a half, but at plus one hundred five, it's one minus one seventy five on DraftKings right now because I'm ready to fire in on over, especially eight and a oh. half. Yeah, Hello, you know, I value. I looked at that and I looked at their nine and a half, and I don't even care that it went down to eight and a half. I like it at nine and a half because I I looked at that schedule and I said they're going to win at least eleven games this year. So when I have that extra game cushion, um, and I'm getting plus money, I'm I'm cool with that. Generally speaking, you want the best of the number, but. Yeah, I'd rather have that. I'll lay the vague versus the uh, extra money because that game is is tough. I'm just looking to see if any injuries here are minor oblique strain for Taysom Hill. Lattimore, they said his knee is structurally sound. Okay. Winston is held out of practice. Nothing else. Traquan Smith held out of practice. Kendra Miller is a nice sleeper option for fantasy. Missed with the hamstring. So nothing major. Okay. It's it's not like Alvin Kamara and Chris Olave got in a fucking three-car pileup and uh, are, are, are in traction right now. So, okay. No, I was going to drive with Henry Ruggs III. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's a hell of a pick. In fact, I'm going to jump on that and look at, make sure I'm going to shop around for that best juice, juice number. I'm going to piggyback and say, first of all, Chris Olave, everyone loves him last year. He had fucking Andy Dalton throwing to him, and he was one of the top 10 receivers. Now he's got Derek Carr throwing him in a dome. Chris Olave, third round, absolutely. Anything later than that, that is just gravy. Love Olave this year. I just missed him by two spots in my league. I'm eyeballing him for the other two. To piggyback off this uh, next pick, I have bet the Saints to make the playoffs as well as win division plus money on the division. Not much. I think it's plus plus one twenty, and I forgot I the same thing. Plus one twenty. I okay. got that. I bet, I bet them to win too. And the, and I forgot what it is to make the playoffs. It's something like minus minus one seventy five, one eighty, something like that for all those reasons that he gave, they are in a dog shit division. So if they win division, obviously you win the, you win both of those bets. And I, again, I love everything you said about the, the, the with the, the win total. In fact, I'm getting a better win number now, please scoot over pal. Water's yep. perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple more season wins. Uh, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars over nine and a half wins. This is what I've kind of fallen out of love with a little bit because uh, the other one I like is the Titans over seven and a half. The more I've thought at the beginning of the summer, that nine and a half seemed low. And I think when we bet it at nine and a half, it went up to like 10 or even 10 and a half at one point. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know where it is at this point. Um, but going with this division, like, I feel like the Titans over seven and a half is a good um, bet and also kind of operates as a hedge to the Jacksonville over nine and a half. The Titans went were seven and three last year when everything went bad. They had the worst injury luck in the league. They finished the season seven and ten. Seven game losing streak. Mike Vrabel is is in the circle of trust. He is like yep. Mike Tomlin. He is a he is a great coach. Titans defense is outstanding. My, Ryan Tannehill has Hopkins now and Burke, who I know Burke got hurt in the preseason, but I've the last I heard is I think he's going to play Week One, but it's still probably up in the air. But uh, they have another. They have a young running back who can split the carries with Henry. I think the Titans are solid, solid bet at over seven and a half, and the Jags probably have the most talent in the division, but the Titans have the best defense in the division. And um, that says a lot. And uh, that division is going to be crap, I think too. So the, the Titans are going to kick the shit out of the two bottom teams and the Jags will probably kick the shit out of the two bottom teams too. But uh, both of those overs for me, maybe a little contradictory, maybe a little bit of a hedge, but that's what I got. What you think? I had Jacksonville over. Or am I looking on my nine and a half? Here's why. 15th hardest schedule, so middle of the pack. They get the Titans, Colts, and Houston six times. If they don't go 
four and two. Uh, I think Urban Meyer must have taken over and knocked out Doug Peterson, <laughs> date raped him, gave him a lap dance, and then decided to put the old headset back on. They get other teams they play outside of that division, three cakewalks, Carolina, Tampa, and Atlanta. Trevor Lawrence in fantasy world, everyone's saying this guy, he's about to go achieve next level here. You also get Calvin Ridley off full suspension. Now, those are two guys I have my eyes on in fantasy. I didn't get either of them in my first draft. Ridley as early as round three. Lawrence early as round four. They're going to moonwalk to that division, and I got it at minus 150. So four wins off the division, I think, plus those three. I need three more wins out of the Jags, and let me pull up their schedule very quickly. And I'm going to tell you I need three more wins out of the following teams. Here we go. I need a win from the Chiefs, not going to get it. The Bills, not going to get it. The Saints, maybe. At Steelers, probably not. Niners, probably not. Bengals, Browns, Ravens, and I already said the Bucks, Panthers, and the other one. All right, so I need three wins from the Chiefs, Falcons, Bills, Saints, Niners, Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Ravens. Okay. Gonna be so. I need three wins on those teams. I can get three wins. I think I could squeak out three. Or at the worst, yeah, case, the, the, I, the, they'll be competitive. But I mean, their schedule is hard, and I, you know, that was another thing about looking at. It. And I do have another schedule that's hard, and I've been an over. We'll talk about it a little later, but it's gonna fall right around nine. I think. I mean, I can't imagine them having a nightmare season unless Trevor Lawrence gets hurt. But if that's the logic in your bet, it's like you can't really predict that the best player on the team is going to get injured unless he's injury prone and he's not. So it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to fall right around nine regardless of, you know, of their schedule, I think. Um, so I, you know, nine and a half, you know, I'm, I'm glad I, I didn't get 10. I'm glad I got nine and a half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't love it anymore. I don't love it. Um, I do in that division, I have the Texans under six and a half. Um, I just don't see where the wins are going to come from with this team. Like, I think D'Amico Ryans is going to be a really good coach in the sense of like a culture guy, a motivator guy, um, and even like a defensive scheme guy. But I just don't see it with CJ Stroud. I mean, we'll talk about the rookie quarterback under props that, I mean, we hammered Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and all these guys unders, and those lines drastically moved. Like, we got ridiculous closing line values with those unders. We'll talk about it later, but I, I look at this Texans team and, you know, I think they're going to be better than last year, but didn't they win three games last year? I had them like, under last year. Gonna... I it. Yeah. I hit that one. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, I, you know, I don't, I, I could see them maybe starting off really bad and then maybe winning, you know, four of the last eight, maybe in the finish, like five, you know, five and 12, but I just, I don't see where these wins are going to come from with this team. And I just don't like CJ Stroud. So I got there under six and a half. The stars are night are big and bright, except in Houston, new coach, new quarterback, new coach, same reason to fade him. What is it? Lack of talent outside of Damian Pierce. I got him in the, uh, actually I took it back. Deontay Johnson got in the sixth round. I got Pierce in the fourth. CJ Stroud looked terrible. Nico Collins is your number one receiver, guys. All you Texans fans, you're in deep, yeah. deep shit. He's yeah. Nico Collins though, is a great wide receiver three in fantasy because someone's got to catch garbage time yards. But you're right. Where are these wins coming from? Division stinks. I two and four at best. They do have a lot of garbage to, like cards, Bucks, Panthers outside their division, but there are other games that they have. Pitt, Cincy. Cleveland, Jets, Broncos, Falcons, Saints. You need two more wins out of that last bunch I just gave you to lose that bet. Yeah, they might be able to beat Atlanta, but that's the only one, I think. Um, I, yeah, if four wins maybe this year. But don't right. love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't have to do, take much time on that, but nope. Baltimore un, under 10 and a half. Everybody loves Baltimore this year, but I don't. I think people. Baltimore is one of those teams, and as a Steelers fan, I know this too. Everybody always assumes the Steelers are going to have a good defense, but about four years ago, the Steelers didn't have a four or five years ago. Maybe it is now. Maybe five years ago, they didn't have a good defense at all, and everybody was saying, "Well, the Steelers have a good defense," and I'm like, "Whoa, wait, wait a minute. Where, where, where is this coming from?" The Ravens have they just signed J Javion Clowney, who is very bad. Like he's and never healthy. 
Yeah, he's a physical freak, of course, but he's never healthy and he's he's not reliable. And if that's who you're going to have as your pass rush when you're in the hardest division in football, I'm sorry, I don't like it. I think that Lamar will probably have a pretty decent season, but new offense uh, he's that he's never played in. Um, you have the Odell Beckham, who's all of a sudden going to be healthy for 17 games. I mean, when is the last time that happened? Nope. Um, uh, and he's supposed to be like, and then Zay Flowers is this young rookie guy who's supposed to save this team. But, you know, they might put up some points, but I don't see how they're going to stop anybody. Their corners are decimated. And I just don't like this team. And Lamar can't stay healthy either. Uh, and Lamar missed the last half of last year. So he's going to come in without playing any preseason week one. And just all of a sudden, I mean, I did, I bet our terrible Texans plus 10 already for week one. We can talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. But, I just don't see this team being that good, especially in the division that they're in. So under 10 and a half to me is a layup. I think that they're like an eight win team. Um, that's that's where I have them. Where, where do you think? I'm so afraid to go against them. I, I, I hear your logic. I do. I'm not again. I'm not going to fade that pick. I have a I have a player prop about it. But again, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, it make a lot of sense. I, I just am afraid because Harbaugh gets these guys up except for the preseason, the last two games where I lost my money line bet. But finally, <laughs> after four or five years, whatever it was. Yeah, you, you definitely finished in the black. You, yeah. You hammered that money line for the good, good majority of those wins. Oh, all but one. Um, so that's what I, yeah. So I, I hear you. I see it. I just can't have the balls to pull the trigger on that because I just don't want to run it, get in front of that moving train. Let's see. What other overs do I have for team totals? Oh, let's talk about them. God damn it. You knew it was going to happen. The New York football giants are a seven and a half win team right now, according to Vegas. Tell me where they got worse. I'm waiting. They got better on the offensive line. They drafted the center Schmitz. They got better receiver Hyatt, the burner who won the Bolitnikoff award. You got Daniel Jones now, finally, with an offensive line. You got a goddamn run defense with probably second to the to the Jets with Dexter Lawrence, who got paid. And then they go out and get Isaiah Simmons for a fucking steal from the Cardinals. I look, I love that trade. Joe Shane, if he's not GM of the year award winner this year, I need a full Watergate investigation. Yeah, that, to give up a seventh round pick for a first round player just a few years ago, and he's in his last year, so it's like he has every motivational reason to put on a good year. Right. And he's fast as shit. He's got one of the best defensive coaches in the league uh, as his head as his defensive coordinator. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, they're you know the Giants are one of those teams that everybody wanted to fade because last year they won a lot of kind of close ones and stuff. But I think you're right. I mean, I think the future of this team could be in question with paying Daniel Jones that much money. But that the negative impact of that isn't going to be this year. It's going to be in the future. Um, I, I I I agree with you. I, I you know I it's hard, especially in the weak NFC. Like um, I just think uh, I think they're going to be a good team. Uh, I have another over in that division on a well, hold on. Team. Let, let, let me get finish you. though. Yeah, I'm let yeah. me finish. Yeah. Giants are the twelfth easiest schedule. All right. That's one. Two, their games that are, again, Washington, we own. That's one thing you can always print that print that out. I think they tied them last year, so that streak was broken, if you want to call it. But they had some stupid win streak against the Redskins. Uh, commanders, commandos, what we're going to call them. They have Arizona week two. They have the Seahawks at home week four. I mean, they can go to Miami and win a game. The Jets at home, at home in question. Well, it's, it's our home game. They go to Vegas. They play the Patriots at home. They play the Rams at home. You mean to tell me they can't get eight wins? You're going to tell me they're going to finish below 500? I'm sorry, Jalen Hyatt is a third-round pick. I said he's the first round. Deontay Banks, our cornerback, was a first-round pick. Eight wins out of that bunch. If they Even if they lose, let's say they go 0-4 against Philly. Niners 0-5. Bills 0-6, my God. But they can beat Rams, Saints, Pats, Commanders twice, five. Do you want to split the the Cowboys? Maybe. I think so. They always play them tough. At the Cowboys Vegas, are gonna be good this year. They are at Vegas. Win. I mean, they're they're they're, they're gonna be on the cusp. I think they can get eight games. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna blow a game they shouldn't blow. We well, 
Hopefully not. I think eight wins can happen. I I, I don't know how much regression you think is going to happen. They only got better. They didn't get worse. They didn't lose anybody in free agency. They didn't lose any injury people. Give me the Giants eight and a half. Plus, sorry, yeah. over seven and a half. Over seven. Over and seven half. and a half. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna be controversial here because this is a a pick that their their schedule is brutal, but their team is very good, and I think they have a lot to play for. Oh, sorry. And one I more. Th- well, I'm anyway. One more. One more fast point about the Giants. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. Go. Go. The last week of the season, the Giants are home against Philly. If you don't think Philly is gonna be resting their guys. I probably maybe maybe resting their guys. They may want to come out to try to try and spite us. I wouldn't be that surprised. But that game won't mean anything for Philly. If we're out of it, which I don't think we will be, you better believe that we'll be playing balls to the wall to get that to to beat them. If they're playing their guys. That could be another win. And they finally would break that streak of losing to Philly. I think it's like you know four straight seasons of losing to them. So there's oh, another geez. win for us. I know it's terrible. It makes me nauseous. Um. Staying in the division, I'm yep. doing the Washington Commandos over six and a half wins plus one ten. Mm. Uh, their team is very good. They, their roster is solid, and watching Sam Howell in the in the preseason, and you know, I I I know it's the preseason, and I know there's a lot of uh, you know layup throws in the preseason, but it's especially in that Baltimore game. That was a that game had an intensity of a regular season game because. The Redskins wanted to win that game to break Baltimore's streak, and this, the Baltimore wanted to keep the streak going. And Howell went out there and was throwing dimes, man. He looked really comfortable, and the, the Harbaugh was blitzing him too. So, like, it wasn't just sitting back there dumping off the guys who were running 30 yards down the field. He made some good, good throws. He, he would have lost that game if it wasn't for a, a fucking pass interference call on fourth down deep in their own territory, which led to the game-winning field goal drive, mind you. Yeah, I did catch that bet though. <laughs> <laughs> you would have yeah, won yeah. anyway. You would have won no matter yeah, what. You just would have won yeah. outright. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, I wish I hit that money line. Uh, look at that Stein you just pulled up. I finally saw it. Holy shit! That's a uh, straight from uh, the fatherland in Munich. Yeah, the Very fatherland. It's a little careful of that one. <laughs> I'm not goose stepping, buddy. Relax. You're, 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 call- you're calling it fatherland. The next three words later. Anyway, um, yeah, Washington over six and a half. I just think they're going to be a competitive team. I think that they're going to be in every game that they're playing, and they have a puncher's chance to go 10 and seven, but they're probably going to go seven and 10. Uh, and I like a team like that with Rivera coaching for his life. Everybody's coaching to impress the new ownership. As a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, we've seen ownership changes and GM changes midseason. And when a team comes into a, a new year with a new front office, Everybody's trying to save their jobs. Everybody. So every they have a lot to play for. And then this new billionaire owner is going to start treating the players nicely, maybe upgrade their terrible facilities, maybe, you know, be nice to the fans. Maybe, you know, there's, there's a buzz in Washington for the very first time in a long, long, long time. So I like this optimism. I like, I like Ron Rivera as a coach who isn't, um, an elite coach by any stretch, but he, his floor is very high. He's like the most average of average coaches. He's never going to have a dumpster fire team. Like he might lose the majority of his games, but they're going to be in a lot of them. So I'm going with, I'm going with Washington over six and a half. And that's the last season win total I have. Do you have any more? I do. And it's funny. I, I literally just got an email from FanDuel giving me a die. NFL top plays of last year. Do you know what, what do you know what FanDuel thinks is my favorite NFL player? <laughs> oh, here we go. Jalen Hurts. Oh, they know you so well. Yeah. Do you know, do, do you know who FanDuel thinks is my favorite NFL team? The Eagles? The Niners. Uh, <laughs> I guess because they bet them. The, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. right about this. Like your 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 biggest TD scorer, Travis Kelsey. Well, I bet the shit out of him catching first touchdowns. So that's spot on. But yeah. the Eagles and the Niners. Wowie. Okay. Uh, yes. Speaking of the aforementioned Eagles, nothing makes me happier than watching this fan base eat a shit stuff burrito with yak cum. But they're gonna be good again. As much as it pains me. To watch success, mild success. They don't have the, the 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 stones to make that leap to get really notable success. Tenth easiest schedule. They can easily get three wins out of the Giants and, and, and Washington combined. They also get the Pats, Vikings at Philly. They play in Tampa and at the Rams. They can go easily three and one out of that bat show. I need to get five wins from 
Dallas twice, uh, Seattle, Bills, Chiefs, Dolphins, and Jets. I need three, five wins from out of one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Going to be close, but I think I can get 11. And a player uh, fantasy advice I have, A.J. Brown listed as wide receiver one, and I kept him in my keeper league. And I lo- I'm going to lose a third-round pick for him. Devontae Freeman, great, great wide receiver two. You can pull him off as, e- or as early as round four. What he's a he's a burner. He only had I think about four less touchdowns in last last year than Brown, but he is a great wide receiver too. Philly over ten and a half. The current line eleven and a half. So guess who got value? Me. Yeah, it's you know I you know the Super Bowl hangover thing is a real thing. Replacing both coordinators are a real thing, but it's still hard to see them not being a good good team, especially in the weak ass NFC and especially with. Uh, my prediction of the Niners falling, you know, they're going to be up there at the top of the NFC towards the end. Uh, unfortunately, um, all you need is so, 11 win. All you need is 11. It's not, I'm right. asking, I'm not I'm not going 12. Right. So I, I, that was a little gross for me to give out so many overs. If anybody yeah. knows anything about me, I like points. I like unders. I, I, I but Looking at the the season wins, there wasn't a lot of value on a lot of the unders, in my opinion. So that's the reason why I only had two unders. So now we're, we can get into some 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 dirty, dirty unders uh, with player props. Um, we mentioned before, and these numbers are dead, dead gone. So they're just for grading purposes. Uh, but Bryce Young, under 22 and a half touchdowns and under 3,750 and a half passing yards. To me, uh, layups. He has no offensive line. He has no targets. He's a little tiny. Uh, he could be hurt a couple of games. Uh, it's going to be and similar. Similarly, uh, C.J. Stroud under twenty-two and a half touchdowns and thirty-six seventy-five. Now, this was a month ago, I think, when I went and looked at the current lines, and I sent them to you, and I was like, "Bro, look how much fucking value we have." I think mm-hmm. the last time I saw C.J. Stroud's numbers, touchdown numbers, dip from twenty-two and a half to like eighteen and a half, maybe seventeen and a half. Wowzer! And the and the yards went from thirty-six seventy-five to like thirty-two, and Bryce Young's went from thirty-seven to like thirty-four. So these numbers are dead, 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 dead gone. Um, but just for grading purposes. Um, I think if you just blindly bet player prop unders, you're going to make out in the black at the end of the year, um, especially quarterback yards and, and passing touchdowns. Um, and also uh, running back unders, uh, running back unders last year. If you just blindly bet under back uh, running back unders last year, it hit 60%. Get out. So, That's a hell yeah. of a lot of value. Yeah, so look at on running back unders um, for sure. That's a market that I'm actually just got into today, so I, I'm not giving out anything yet. But um, those are four player prop unders and rookie quarterbacks. The Anthony Richardson numbers were a little low, although I still think there's value on the unders there as well. But his passing yards were like 2,600 and his touchdowns were like 16 and a half. And I just, that, those are just too close to the call. But when you see 3,750 and 22 and a half, those are easy layup unders. Yeah. Um, so those are the four that I have for those guys. Um, and then I have a bunch, I have a few more unders here that uh, you can, uh, but you can uh, go next. I got? took, I've got, I've got a lot of unders myself. I did go, I'm on board with you on Bryce Young under 22 touchdowns. I have, I did not take him on yards because I waited too long and the value was gone. I did get CJ Stroud 3675 under passing yards and under 22 touchdowns as well. I also took, this is going to cut, this is going to, uh, collaborate with your Baltimore bet. I have a Lamar Jackson under 3,500 passing yards because yes, as you mentioned before, brand new offense didn't play half of last year. Didn't play any of this year. Where is the rep time going to be coming in? Who are his weapons? Old asshole Dell Beckham jr. Not going to get my dick hard. Zay flowers. Okay. You have my attention. Rashad Bateman. Eh, not going to get excited about him. So again, where are where is the offense going to come from? Is it J.K. Dobbins who just got banged up? Is it who else? Mark Andrews. There's a that's your other answer, really. But if yeah, you're gonna good, tell but... you're you're gonna tell me that the over for Lamar Jackson's passing yards 
3,500. Explain to me how you get to that number. But what did he have last year? Injury, he missed five games. Twelve. He had 22-42. His highest passing yard total in which he missed one game that year is 2019. How many yards did he have? 31-27. You mean to yep. tell me you think he can throw for 373 more yards this year uh, with an extra game? Okay, fine. And that, Wasn't that his MPP year too? 2019, probably. Yeah, so it's like... Where does these yards come from? Is he all of a sudden going to be this amazing pocket passer? And is he going to stay healthy for the like? When was the last time he stayed healthy? Like three years ago? Twenty. I'm looking at it right now. 2018, he played all 16. He threw for 1201. 2019, I just told you 3127. 2020, 2757 passing. He missed two games. 2021, 2882. He missed four games. All right, was 2021 the beginning of the 17 game season? Or was it last year? I think last year was the first. All right, so he missed four games last year, five games. Sorry, four five four games in 2021, five games last year, and he went from 2882 to 21 into 22, 22, 42. How in the living Christ do you think he's going to get that more yards without any rep time and no real noticeable increase in talent surrounding yeah. him? That's yep, bon- I, that's bonkers to me. I uh, I got gotcha. you. Um, I bet. Baker Mayfield's under 3,000.5 yards and 17 and a half touchdowns. I, if you're the Bucks, you have to, and you're a bad football team, and we think they're going to be a bad <laughs> football team. Um, because their defense, their defense will actually be pretty good, they'll keep them in games, but Baker's not going to make them win a lot of games at some point this season. The Buccaneers, they're like, we wasted a second round pick on Kyle Trask. We have to see what we have with him. If the if the Bucks, like at the beginning in the middle of October, are sitting there at like four and six or whatever, and Baker's playing like Baker always plays like, they're gonna go to him. So I just think that there's value on these anyway. And even if Baker finishes the season, I, I don't even think he's gonna be able to beat these numbers anyway. So I love unders with Mayfield's passing yards and touchdowns. I think that's a layup. Um, what say you? I have them. You, you got under 3,000, I assume. 3,000 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, 3, 000, yeah. Yeah. I have Mike Evans as one of my receivers. And I think I got, he's my third Ooh. wide receiver. He's my third wide receiver for Christ's uh, sake. All, right, all right. Well, third wide receiver. All right. <laughs> yeah. Christian Watson, Deontay, and him is my third. Are you kidding me? He still gets, he still gets a hell of a lot of red zone targets and touchdowns. Again, he's my third receiver. Yeah. And that's where, and that's how the mighty have fallen. And then again, obviously, since Brady's gone, but look, Baker Mayfield's going to have his head up uh, more strippers' asses across the street at Mons Venus than he is, you know, throwing balls over the hands of the defensive line. You're absolutely right. That that's got instant bench in the making. And I've got another guy I think is a benching in the making. Would you be surprised to see Mac Jones get benched? It would be less surprising to see Matt Damon space docking with Ben Affleck while Tom Brady gives him a Roman soldier helmet. No, that's an image, isn't it? <laughs> Meow. There's your nightmare fuel or your boner enhancer. You tell me <sighs> 3,200 passing yards. Where is again? Where are the weapons? I am pl- Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, wait, he's a running back. So you're gonna do a lot of check downs. Is that going to add up those yards? Not really. I don't think so. It's uh, it's it's a it's a short, short uh, Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, we saw he was on the Chiefs last year. How well did he do? Eh. Yeah, he I had him. He I just know. doesn't move the needle. He doesn't move the needle. Uh, Devontae Parker doesn't move the needle. He doesn't separate. I don't like any of the moves that they made. I really don't. I don't get. Um, I don't get Belichick anymore. I think that as much as I, I, I am a, a deathly afraid to bet against him still, and it's like that's just a a byproduct of getting fisted by him for so many years, but. Mm. Uh, I can't. There's no. I. I wouldn't not surprised if Mac Jones got benched. I wouldn't surprise if he got hurt. I wouldn't be surprised if he's just bad. None of those things would surprise me. He missed three games last year and threw for just under three thousand. In twenty one, he threw for thirty eight oh one. Now again, I don't know how much talent. I don't remember the New England Patriots offense then, but I just don't. I think that team's gonna be struggling. I really he also do. has the same body as like a mom who sells Tupperware, you know, like <laughs> he just has those mom hips. You're like, what, where is this guy? This guy does not look like a professional athlete. 
I bet he makes a hell of a Frito Lay casserole dish, though, with those mom <laughs> <Yeah. hips. laughs> Who's for yeah, sure? Uh, uh, I just... got a couple under touchdowns here. I got under Kirk Cousins twenty nine and a half, and under Geno Smith twenty seven and a half. Um, to me, these are just Kirk Cousins is he has Justin Jefferson, uh, who is the, probably the best receiver in football. But other than that, he has a tight end. They got rid of Thielen, which is his security blanket, and. Their offensive line is going to be a little rough. Their defense is going to be a little rough. I don't see the Vikings being very good this year. And I think Kirk Cousins will have his usual, like, four really bad games, four really good games, uh, primetime terrible game, you know, and then a bunch of average games. And I think he'll probably f- finish around, like, 26, 27 touchdown passes and have a very pedestrian season. Um, Geno Smith, just got to see it again. I mean, like I said, that towards the end of last year, the last four or so games, like he threw some touchdowns, but he looked the defenses figured him out. He wasn't nearly as effective as he was uh, at the beginning of the year. So under third 27 and a half, I know he has great receivers and he's in a relatively weak uh, conference, but these are just to me, uh, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, guys. I, yeah. I will take the under on you until you prove me wrong. Geno Smith's really going to have back-to-back years where he's throwing 30 touchdowns, 28 touchdowns. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'd be surprised. So let's just talk about the aforementioned Vikings, Kirk Cousins. You're right. Where he lost a lot of weapons, but he also gained one. And that gain is when one guy I thought would hope would fall to the Giants, and that's Jordan Addison. I bet him plus 250, most wide receiver receiving yards, excuse me, receiving yards for a rookie, plus 250. Who's he have to beat out? The, the guy in Seattle, oh, wait, he's already hurt. Uh, McJaba something, I, I'm butchering his name, who knows, as well as uh, my own boy, uh, Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt, excuse me. I think he's going to get think, it. It's a small, man. it's a small little what the hell, plus 250. He's going to be, again, they're going to double up, maybe even triple up Jordan, uh, Jordan, Justin Jefferson. So yard's going to go somewhere. He can't throw to KJ Osborne and, and uh, Hawkinson all the time. And Osborne's going to be the number three anyway. Watch because Addison's. A burner so i just wasn't blown away i get his speeds impressive but like his whole body of work in college i mean i uh i'm a steelers fan so i loosely follow pit football and he was with pit uh with my boy kenny pickett and uh in the acc you know he looked okay in the pac-12 with usc he looked he just doesn't look to me like a first round wide receiver so Right. To me, he's like a year away from being a year away. Like, I feel like he needs <laughs> that means he's two years put, away by mathematics. He, so. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to put on weight, he needs to learn to run routes better. I would be shocked to see Kirk Cousins be throwing a bunch of touchdowns to him. But I get the wide receiver market for this draft. This past draft is so bad. So, leading the league and rookie wide receiver yards, I mean, he could do that with 650 yards, but I wouldn't bet on it, uh, personally. Um, uh, I have what do we got here? I have one over, and I believe you have this well. Tony Pollard over a thousand rush yards. I love um, that one. I absolutely I hit it twice. That's how much I love it. I get Deuce Vaughn had a big preseason, and I think they're going to use him, especially in the passing game and screens and thirds down and stuff. And he probably will get some carries. But Tony Pollard is a great running back, and they're paying him a shit ton of money. And there's not Zeke there to to hog carries. Unless he gets hurt, I can't imagine him having less than a thousand yards this year. He had a thousand last year while missing a game and with Zeke Elliott. With that offensive line, exactly. With that offensive line on top of it, you're out of your tits. There, uh, I, that I thought was an absolute layup. I must be missing something. They must think that he's about to get pinched for kitty porn or something if they only put it at a thousand. Because right. why else? Why else is it that low? So I hit it twice. I, I again, barring injury. Sky's the limit for that guy. Even though McCarthy said, he also said, which whatever, didn't really do it. He said he wants to run the ball more, even though he had one of the you know top five passing prolific offenses. That's how dumb McCarthy is, but whatever. Hopefully he's going to stick to his word and just do what he did last year. And we'll both see each other at the window. Yes. I have two overs. So I have all those unders with you and I have two overs. The first over, David Montgomery over six and a half rushing touchdowns. Did you guys watch Detroit football last year? I did. You know why? Because I had Amon Ross St. Brown, and I had a little guy called Jamal Williams, who single-handedly pushed my ass to my fantasy championship in my league that I lost. 
Motherfucker had 17 touchdowns last year. Jamal Williams is now in the Saints. Jameer Gibbs is not going to get the goal line work. It's, he'll be a nice, uh, he'll be the first guy, but that'll be a nice change of pace guy. Seven touchdowns for David Montgomery. Don't be shocked if you can cash that ticket by week nine. Interesting. Don't hate that at all. Interesting. And, yeah, in, interesting. And DJ Moore, over 800 yards. I mean, Baker, Justin Fields is going to throw the ball sometimes. <laughs> and it's going to be to this guy. He is a deep home run hitter player. And Justin Fields, Justin Fields, I meant, sorry, I meant to say DJ Moore. DJ Moore last year, let me just explain something. He got traded for it in the middle of the year, learned a new offense, all that good stuff, had to go to Chicago and deal with Second City women and pizza out there. All this he did that. And how did he do? Well, DJ Moore was in Carolina all year last year. Why did no he got traded? Chase Chase, Chase Claypool got traded at the Bears last year. Boy, this trade, I sound dumb. There's, no, <laughs> just, dude, there's a lot of shit that happened. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, he got traded uh, this offseason when the Bears traded the number one overall pick. My God, uh, to Carolina, it was Claypool. Uh, got Carolina, him. yeah, yeah. Claypool stinks, by the way. Yeah, your buddy. And I, 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 I kind of see what you're going with. I would, I would look to his his receptions because I kind of see Justin Fields throwing him a ton of screens. And we saw in the preseason, he threw him that one screen. He ran 66 yards for a touchdown. Uh, I would be curious to see what his reception totals are because I could see that going way over. I could see him having like 98 receptions for 900 yards. Right. Because he's just so, not going to go anywhere with the ball. So a little bit of a super talented guy. I mean, he, he was playing with trash at quarterback last year and did amazing. So he had 888 yards last year in Carolina. He alone went over that with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a revolving door. Of quarterbacks year before that 11 terrible quarterbacks yeah 11 57 11 93 11 75 his first year he had 788 he's gonna ball 800 i mean you're gonna th- who, who else in that team is it darnell mooney is that the second he's the second receiver there is that gonna get you yeah scared? And, no. and he's he's eh. yeah so those are the only overs i have pollard and dj moore yeah i got one it. more player prop uh okay this is Justin Herbert to lead the league in pass yards plus 650. Um, this guy last year played the entire second half of the season with broken ribs, still put up 4,700. The year before that, he had 5,000. Now he has Callan Moore, who likes to air it out. He has a rookie wide receiver who looks good. He has two other solid wide receivers. Um, to me, it's just a value play. I would not be surprised if Justin Ferbert won the passing crown this year. Did you say uh, Justin so, Ferber? Like I said, Jordan Ferber? <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, I hope not. Uh, Justin Herbert. Yes. Uh, the lead leg in pass yards plus 650. Uh, and that's all I got for player props. And then we got team props next. But so you got anything else for player props? No, that's it. I'm cooked. All right. So we mentioned one, the Saints to win the NFC South. Um, I, I have the Jag, the Jags to win the division for me. Okay, I didn't take that. I took the Steelers to win the AFC North plus four seventy five. Just value play. The fact that they're in the basement of those odds is just silly to me. I think they they can stack up well with anybody. And plus, I mean, Cleveland's just so Cleveland. They're gonna fuck it up. Burrow probably gonna start slow again this year. I don't like the Ravens at all, as we discussed. I also have the Steelers. Fucking sixty to one to win the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> Plus six thousand. Is there a team that's that's so undervalued? Plus six thousand. I mean, are you kidding me? Stakes on you. Yeah, if that hits. Uh, and I got the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Tw- Plus twenty five hundred. Another value play. They have one of the deepest rosters in football. Can they coach always get out of the char- way? They always chargers it up. Come on, man. We've seen this. They went and they get the, and we hit this in the playoffs. We were uh, yeah. during, during the yeah, Jags, the did. Jags uh, Charger game where they were getting blown out early. What were they getting? Mm-hmm. Something stupid like twenty four and a half, and we just hammered the hell out of that, and they ended up winning outright. Dude, <laughs> that was the easiest bet we ever made. We were both like, the Chargers are gonna fuck this up. Yeah. Um, and then the only one I got left is the Cowboys to win the NFC plus six fifty. Um, yeah, I yeah, I just think 
San Francisco is going to fall. I think Philadelphia might be, fall out of the gate a little bit too without the coordinators. I mean, Shane Steichen, their their defense might be better because that defensive coordinator, by the way, just I don't know, man. He he looked terrible in the Super Bowl one. I know he's against Mahomes, but like everything he's he said as Arizona's head coach. Yeah, I'm just saying like that they might have addition by subtraction there. I don't. Like, this guy was bad, but Shane Steichen to me is going to be a loss. Like that guy was the perfect OC for um for Hertz and uh they'll probably try to replicate what he did but you know they they lost a bright mind there and the Cowboys have got better they got Brandon Cooks as another receiver they have uh they got a good corner uh Stefan Gilmore they have make of uh Parsons who might be the best oh. um uh, uh Micah best Parsons player in, yeah Micah Parsons might be the yeah. best defensive player in football um there's a lot to like about this Dallas team. And uh, the only hesitation is what we said before. It's Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, it's they, they if this is the year for Dallas to do it. So it's now or never. I'm going to disagree with you about the Eagles coming out of the gate slowly. Here's what here's their, here's their first, I don't know, eight games at New England to start things off. Home against don't the Vikings. Don't be surprised if New home England wins that game. Home again, yeah. I'd be, all right. Well, let me know. Uh, home against the Vikings on uh, Thursday night football. We all know Kirk Cousins is prime time, especially last year against Philly. Got his dick handed to him. Then they go to Tampa Bay. Then they're home against Washington. Then they're at the Rams. Then they're at the Jets. Home against the Dolphins, at Washington, and then home Dallas. And then at the Chiefs, at home Bills, home Niners, at Dallas, at Seattle. Home Giants, home Cardinals at Giants. So, but like I said, the first one, two, three, four, five, six. Look, I'll say five games. Make my point. The first five games, if they're not four and one, that means uh, Jalen Hurts is being tied up in the Brooklyn basement. Face it, not guilty. There you go, a little biggie for you. That's <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the start though. But other than that, it starts to even out in the middle. But I think they come out hot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, Philadelphia, Philly's going to be a good team, but I think Dallas could have what it takes to win the NFC this year. You go you get into the playoffs as Dallas with that team that they have. If you get a favorable matchup, you know, let's say you get to play Seattle or something like that. I I think uh I think Dallas has a chance to to make it to the Super Bowl and lose of course to my Pittsburgh Steelers, but <laughs> um yeah, they could get there for sure. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I bet against him every possible chance I can. And again, another moment I've made a lot of money, especially that Niners Dallas. I took a money line Niners in Dallas. I said, come on, stop it. I don't even, I don't even need the point or two points or whatever it was I was getting. Oh, give me straight yeah. cash homie. And I did. Yeah. Uh, the, and the I just, year before uh, that I was on San Fran too. And both times, both times paid off. I uh, just wrote down my 21st bet, and that would be, sorry, 22nd bet, the Saints over eight and a half. All right. Minus 175, though. That hurt. Other books were offering nine and a half for plus money. I said, fuck it. Give me the extra game. There you go. Well, I'm out. You got anything else? No, buddy. I'm tapped as well. That's going to do it. So, yeah, hopefully we gave you guys a bunch of, uh, keep your guys' eyes open for some sleepers and some, Starts. I didn't really give a lot. Well, I guess the, the Lamar uh, hot trash would be one of them. But yeah, it's all about draft value, kids. That's that's what I got to say. Oh, and avoid Jonathan Taylor. By the way, who has him in his keeper league? I did. I'm going to drop him and not keep him because it would cost me a first round pick. So I'm crossing my fingers that at five, I get B. John Robinson to fall to me. I think the first four guys are going to keep their players. Najee Harris is one of them. Derrick Henry is another they're keeping. And I'm uh, Jamar Chase is a third, and I forgot the fourth team in front of me that they're keeping. But I think I can hold, cross my fingers and then get that only first round pick and get Bijan Robinson and have him for life now. So, but yeah, next week we'll have all the uh, fantasy plays for you and all that such. We've we, we already uh, I got again back in June had week one action. But I tell you what, well, you know what? You're not going to hear this by the time this airs. So what the fuck? I put a teaser out there already, guys. I already teased the Thursday night game. I already took the over down to 46. I said 47. I got to double check. But I know it was a seven-point teaser. And I took the Lions to plus 14 in Kansas City. The Chiefs do not cover. Would you be – look, I could have played it safe and says, make me a Chiefs pick them, which Andy Reid, all the time in the world to plan, sure. But that secondary is garbage. They can get backdoored. So I said, give me the 14. You never know. So, again, Dan Campbell's got that team fired up. 
It'd shock me if they lost and uh, they won in Kansas City. But 14, I don't see that one losing. Give me the 14 down to tease it up to 47, I believe it was, over on uh, night number one. So that's I'll just tease you guys with that pick. And, we'll, of course, we have run a week one picks locked and loaded. But you're going to hear them next week on Fantasy Football Jibber Jabber. Nick Whitmer, why don't you tell the good folks what you're up to, where we can find you. Yeah, hey, go watch my comedy special. It's called Always Hungry. It is now on uh, YouTube as well as Tubi. If you watch it on Tubi, I get paid more money, though. So please download Tubi or just go to Tubi.com. It's a free app. It's great. Uh, A lot of good stuff on there, including my special. Always Hungry, Nick Whitmer. Get it. Watch it. Do it. Yeah, I mean, he got all the $8.75 from Tubi, so he's going to funnel that right to the gambling uh, pockets. (laughs) Goddamn right. (laughs) And check out Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best goddamn movie review podcast out there, movie debate podcast. Recently, we've had a – Nick, I don't know if I told you about these episodes we've had recently. You're going to shit in your hat when I tell you some of these recent episodes we had. Are you ready? People have come on to try – try, and I'm going to go backwards. Fargo, we've had, as you hear it, this week. Last week, Blazing Saddles. Three weeks ago, The Godfather. A month. Yeah. A month ago, The Crow. And before that, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, my God. I know. That's such a perfect movie. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, The Crow, I've never seen, I will say. But really? The Godfather, I mean, come on. I mean, that's just, at this point, that's just contrarianism. You know, like, there's just nothing to say there. Uh, and what was the other one you said? Yeah, Jackie Cation tried taking that one down. And then oh, I like uh, Jackie. You, oh, you know Jackie. She's a yeah. she's a pisser, that gal. Yeah. And uh upcoming episodes will be Annie Hall and the never ending story. As well as oh, Blade is another one too. We, we, we oh, Blazing up. Saddles. Who went after that? Welp, you're gonna you find, have to out. find out. He, 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 he the, the man, <laughs> the man wrote for uh, the Fallon show, Chase Mitchell. So give him a look. All right, all right. That's gonna do it. Gutting the sacred cow on YouTube, all podcast platforms at GTSE Podcast. But more importantly, Fantasy Jibber. Give us the follow we so deserve on this fine podcast, as well as now you can hear this on a podcast platform. Yeah, all over the place. Nick, like, sure. subscribe, review. Yeah, five star rating, two or three sentence review. That really does make us smile. Thanks again, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Avita Zen.